All right, welcome back. Welcome back to Greenbox Gaming Plays Delta Green Impossible Landscapes. My name is Joe, <laughs> and I will be your handler. Ooh, I like the enthusiasm from Dace. <laughs> That's good. That's my good friend Dace playing Benji. He's hyped. Oh, I get to go first. Yeah, because I bring the good energy. Yeah. Wow. It's about Incentives. damn time. You know. That's... <laughs> And I'm also and I'm joined by someone who brings a, a much more muted but refined energy, Jean. Yeah, boy! <laughs> They're so refined. <laughs> <laughs> and then the one who keeps this whole show rolling or going, who uh, who keeps us down to earth. Just uh, it's more like a father than anything else, I would say. He's the, all the, the chef of the submarine. He's the chef of the ah. submarine, if you will, <laughs> Brad. Yes, I would love for you to refer to me as Grandpappy from now on. You got it, Grandpappy. <laughs> Chef Grandpappy. Are you wearing hacker gloves, John? He's a... always. I don't yes. go. I don't get out of bed without him. Yeah. Hacker gloves. Next thing you know, we're wearing thigh highs. That's uh. <laughs> you just can't. Is that that hackers wear? It's a Reddit meme. That's about computer programmers that doesn't matter anyway yeah. <laughs> so how you guys doing how you guys feeling uh we just got done with our uh with our episode one how's it feel to be back in delta green we took a little bit of a hiatus into what well, we did reverb and then we did the live stream but now we're back new year new chapter how's it feel to be back feels good yep moving on Okay. I've missed the story. Thank you for that. <laughs> I've, I've missed these characters. I missed these shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah. You know it's it's uh. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, we were just talking about uh, you and I, Joe. We're talking about how it's there have been so many changes over the past year, and Delta Green has been like the one touchstone that's been consistent. Yeah, that's true. So it's nice jumping back into it. Feels like the- pulling a comfy bed sheet over yourself and snuggling down into the warmth. Yeah. Well, this it's has been the bane ride. of my existence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brad's had a vastly different experience. I don't know. It's weird because, like, the nature of the game is supposed to be d- kind of dark and, you know, and, you know, and mysterious. And you guys have said many times, like, well, how are you guys doing? Confused? Like, you know, it's like, it's it, like, that's the nature of the mystery. But at the same time, it's just something we get to do together, you know, something we enjoy. Um, and yeah, it has kind of been this stable thing. Uh, I've made uh, peace with the confusion. It's, you know, <laughs> last session we were talking about note-taking. That's probably why I stopped taking notes. At this point, I'm just like, what's the fucking point? Like, <laughs> Living in the moment of Delta Green. We're going to do what we're going to do. do. We're going to do Yeah, I mean, it's not a terrible, <laughs> you know, no thought to have. Um, no, no, we've got so much. We've got so many little breadcrumbs. I can't, I, it's like I can't go to sleep without thinking about these little breadcrumbs like we got a map of hotel broad album we've got all these connections i've got a murder board in my head constantly about this yeah and even when i'm playing you notice i'm not really looking at you guys i'm looking at the screen just trying to piece things together it's kind of obsessive one thing i really do like about the way they've written this if you read the manual it helps john yeah if you just read the (laughs) if you read the actual book (laughs) yes you'll really get a lot more one thing I like about the way they writ- they wrote it um, is they really have written it where it's like things are really piecemealed out to you as you go. Um, 
like really really it's mm. um yeah it's I don't know I like I you know like I've got different stuff going on in my life you know it's but it's like you know with like grad school and you know me and my you know, we might be moving this year again and the court case uh, and then the, the, the impending the, court date. the impending court date which uh, so there there might be a bit of a hiatus um, just saying uh, seven to ten years seven to ten year hiatus <laughs> God, I can't wait for the story for seven or ten years no it needs to be but I need to know what happens now with good behavior we could get it down to as low as five well That's the good news. and it'll probably be a minimum of security <laughs> facility so I might be able to still do this with you guys we'll uh-huh. see Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Good. But uh, but yeah, you know, it's just, this is uh, an odd thing, you know. Like, uh, I think that's one of the. I don't know. Like, as adults, it doesn't seem like we just get together to do something that's just for us, in a lot of other circumstances. You know, and this really is. This is just something that a bunch of friends just get together and do. Yep. Until one of us has kids, then it really will be on a five to ten year hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good boundaries. That's what it's about. Having good boundaries. That's coming from a guy who has had no kids, so doesn't know how hard it is. So, that's right. Uh, speaking of things that we don't really appreciate how difficult they are, let's talk about evading manhunts, uh, which is exactly what your characters are going to be up to this mm-hmm. week. Uh, last what time. A delight. Yes, what a delight. Last time, you guys kind of recovering from everything that happened with the Dorchester facility in Chapter 2. You guys got up and got out of that house. uh, And you you had a few realizations that were a little bit odd. Um, Benji seems to be pretty confident that he can find these demons. Um, Specifically these two who are apparently realtors? Like, that's kind of weird. Um, Hank has something weird going on. Something weird going on with the cameras and Hank. Um, and then Benedict had another one of these liquid mirror kind of experiences. But you guys managed to get to a little place called the Snooze Inn. A little bit of uh, rent by the hour kind of hotel. You guys are going to hunker down, heal up, get off the grid. You're able to, uh, to make nice with the people who work there. You think they've got your back. And I you mean, woke up and... Go ahead. I was about to say, I, I was just doing the moving us towards like the whole um you know sketchy hotel pay the front person all thing just to play the paranoia more paranoia acts aspect of hank but it seems like it might have helped you know since <laughs> we're all the road what if we actually went to like a hotel and like a nice hotel and just didn't give a shit about well, this like but here's the thing done. So, like, listen, Hank yeah. is paranoid now. And keep in mind, like, you're not having, like, an acute paranoia onset. Like, if you have a break, a paranoia break, right. shit's going to get real. Uh, like, your paranoia is going to go to uh, to 11. But you, like, it's funny because, like, you know, Hank, Hank kind of has this underlying paranoia that he's acquired from his mental break. And now it's just been confirmed. It's like, been validated, what, too. Yeah, what happens when your paranoia is validated? <laughs> So yeah, it um, but yeah, and you guys turned on the news in the morning and discovered that there you are. Apparently, uh, you've been reported to the police as being escaped, um, mental health patients, um, armed and dangerous, domestic terrorism. Ah, all the all the big exciting words that the people of Boston <laughs> get get out of bed to hear. Um, 
and you you feel like you are on the run. And I will say, to your benefit, to your credit, to all of your credit, you guys had all said, or I think it was Jean via Benedict had said, no more credit cards, no more electronic trails. Uh, and you guys may have been pretty well served by that. Uh, we'll find out how things go. But here we are, you guys. It is uh, it is September the 17th. It is a Thursday. And we're going to say it's about 8 o'clock in the morning. Now we're saying it's 9 o'clock. You guys slept in. Uh, it's about 9 o'clock in the morning. You guys are wanted. Joe, men. should we be keeping track of time, or is this mostly just to situate us? And it's kind of to situate you in the day. I, All right. I mean, if I were were a good player, I would do that. Oh yeah. But none of yeah. you are good players, so it's no, we're uh, not. This is true. I'm not worried about it. I'm also dealing with the gaslighting and the overflow into real life with messages being life. sent to certain players. Yeah, like, we should have some boundaries <laughs> about this <laughs> yeah, shit. So, yeah, and also uh, <laughs> Brad slash Hank received a message uh, uh, saying that they owe Mr. Wild a story. Uh, Area code starting okay. with 616, which is the door hotel room of the... Thick. It was also the number of the uh, that you when you were given that phone by Barbus. It was the number you typed into the phone. It's also the uh, present uh, universe in Marvel for the multiverse. World yeah, that's mentioned before. I don't know if that's a coincidence. Well observed. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, right. So just to lay down boundaries, Joe, I think you are allowed to fuck with us as long as it's within game hours. I don't want to get weird <laughs> messages about Delta Green shit when we're not in Delta Green mode. I okay? feel that that is fair. Uh, yeah. There's no reason okay. to to get into your your day to day <laughs> on this shit. Um, uh, so, all right. If we sorry, did we have more for the wrap up? That's pretty much it. Here you guys are. Uh, it is time to go. It is well. It's time to do whatever the hell you think it is you need to do. Well, Benji hey. says. Go ahead. There's only one thing for it. And he pulls out three vials of acid and he throws two on a Hank and Benedict's face. <laughs> and he pours a third onto his own. You gotta burn off the face. Steam comes from our face. Now nobody can recognize us. I'll go ahead and mark the acid off of your character sheet. Uh, make sure right. you take that off your Artoon acid. Um, Hank, uh, after seeing this interview, or this on the news, he's like somewhat pissed. And like you know, turns off the news and throws the controller. He's like, "Damn it! If we go to this realtor, we have to set up a private, uh, you know, meeting with her. We can't just walk through the door." And again, with this text, I could still go back to the hotel room if we want to do that beforehand. See if there's anything else there. I mean, see if this wild character's there, Wilder. Hank, did you go out last night? He's like spat his toothpaste on the floor just in the middle of the room. Well, I did. Uh, I had to admit the curiosity of what uh, went on with the video and the front oh, desk woman not uh, uh, not uh, remembering my name. I wanted to try to look through their um, videotapes if I but could. But that's the one we paid, right? The one we paid off. Right. Right. What are you talking about? What went on for the video? I'm just worried. Does anybody know we're here? Hank? 
it's a it's uh we don't know it would be safe for us to change locations i would reckon and possibly put on a different license plate is there anybody we need to persuade to be quiet i would uh let's just leave here is what i would do Okay, Benedict's out for blood, but I think he's not that out for blood. I mean, the only person that saw me last night was a young man at the front desk, and uh, I'm not sure. What? Well, young people don't watch the news. We'll probably save for a couple hours. (laughs) And he works the night shift, so he's probably asleep, right? (laughs) Okay, okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. So what do y'all think? Should we reach out to Mr. Wild, or should we uh, try to talk to these demons? If I had my vote, I'd say go to the hotel first. And on the way there, try to set up a private meeting with realtors later tonight under the cloak of darkness. Right. I'll give him a mind call. Benji thinks <laughs> real hard. As one does. <laughs> How are we going to stay... Our faces are out there now. What's our plan on that? What if we, we wear ski around? masks? Uh, yeah. I'm sure that would uh, Go over bring right. less attention <laughs> as we walk around with ski masks. Um, I think we just have to play that by ear, Benedict. I don't, you know, not go to more, as, not be out as public as, as little as possible, you know. Uh, if what I uh, remember is anybody is, is anybody has anybody been in the theater has anybody got experience in the theater in the theater as you people say um, I was in a couple plays when I was in high school do you do you know any um, people who do uh, makeup yeah, my childhood friend Lisa lives in California. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's convenient. <laughs> Should I give her a call? I think so. Um. All right. <laughs> Hank can do. Well, all right. So if we were to look up, if we were trying to like uh, do a trade craft thing, that would be craft, right? Not necessarily stealth. Joe, for a role, if we wanted to like. Um, try to do something on that in that sense. If you want to disguise yourselves, yeah. Um, you can. I, I is there not a? I could have sworn there's actually a disguise. Yeah, there skill. is a disguise. Is uh, it's one of those vague ones that doesn't get hit very often. Um, there's a disguise skill. If oh, one of you was better at it than the others, then you can um, you can do it for other people. I got um, a 10. I also have a 10. I also have a 10. But I think Barlow has like a 70. Who's Barlow? Uh, your, brother, your brother Barlow in New York? Uh, I seem to remember Barlow. He had... Yeah, he's, sure. He's in the theater biz. Why don't you reach out to Barlow uh, and ask him to come to Boston? <laughs> bring another one in. Yeah, let's bring someone else in. Uh, Hank tries to do as, as little as he can, but it's a failure. Yeah, I see yeah. that. And uh, Benji also got a failure. He's going <laughs> to draw a mustache and Sharpie on his face. <laughs> Same. Also failed. Yeah, it um, 
yeah, you, you, you guys know. You guys know that you failed. If you if you had gotten a critical fail, I would have said that you failed and didn't know. You thought your disguise was awesome. But you guys know that your disguise is kind of bullshit. Um, you... I think we've got that mask, don't we? We've got that special magical uh, mask that we picked up from... You guys have a cloak. Samahinus. Cloak. Yeah, Dice does have one. Or Benji does. Uh, I think I think we need to figure out if we can maybe use that cloak in an emergency. How many people do you think fit under that cloak? <laughs> it's, it's definitely three. It's definitely a one-person cloak. Two uh, and a half. You know that beyond all beyond a shadow of a doubt. You know that it is a one-person cloak. Okay. Oh, are we. <laughs> I just had to take my earbuds out. Were we planning on standing on top of each other, like in the Three Stooges, or like like no, you're we're all... just gonna use the Samahina cloak? Yeah, like uh, like you all stack up underneath it. Yeah. Um. So, I have a text here on my real life phone from a number. Meet noon at Video Nation down the street on behalf of Mr. Whist. And the number is 914-764-2799, which doesn't mean anything to me. Noon at Video Nation on behalf of Mr. Whist. Uh, Who's Whist again? Is it Ed Whist? Ed Whist. It's Ed. Ah. He may be the reflection of Mr. Wilde. You guys, I will, I will remind you about what I told you about Mr. Whist when you guys had found his file. Mr. Whist uh, was originally, Ed Whist was originally uh, the son of some, like, gazillionaire who apparently murdered his both of his parents and his siblings via shotgun many years ago. It was He was on the news for a while, it was this whole big thing, and then he kind of disappeared. You think he might have gotten disappeared to the Dorchester facility. Um, but he is a, uh, he supposedly is the heir to this massive, massive fortune. Um, Why is he the mirror? What made us think about that? The mirror to Mr. Wild? Why'd you say that, John? Uh, I think we saw a reflection in the mirror. I'm just going off what I wrote down on the board. And there was an, in the reflection of the mirror, we saw, it may have been Tim or Ed. It was uh, you guys in the basement of the McAllister building. You guys found a painting that had Ed Whist standing in front of a mirror and reflected in the mirror was Mr. Wild. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Well, yep. this sounds... This sounds... Uh, hey, guys, I just got this text on my phone. Sounds like kind of a promising lead, or it could be a setup <laughs> that gets us all killed. Honestly, he's probably the the person we can trust the most out of everybody. He's also on the run. And he's also somehow reaching into our real lives in the meta of this game and communicating with us there. So he obviously has some skills, some power. Hmm, playing well. He knows his shit. Hmm. The, um... And we think he's like... No, no, I... please, Please continue, sorry. What do you think the chances are that he's like the real world reflection of Mr. Wild? Nine out of ten. 
let's right. let's give it a shot. Let's 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 see what yep. happens. Let's go to the location and see who we see there. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, so, and keep in mind, you do have again. You have this cloak. You have this cloak that you witnessed uh, Esther Samahina use to disguise herself unnaturally. As Here's what I'm thinking. Cloak. Yeah. Here's what I'm thinking. Uh, we go there. We just see if we see the guy standing outside this video store. We spot him. One of us throws on the cloak and sees what happens. <laughs> Benji throws the cloak over the license plate on the van. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> Did I win the game? <laughs> you went too good? It just becomes like an AI image-generated piece of art where there's a face on the van now yeah. in a weird location. <laughs> Super with smooth. eight fingers on one hand. <laughs> exactly. Okay, no, let's get out of here. Uh, maybe we can scout ahead to see if anybody's going to see us. And if there is, we try and clear the way. And let's try and get there undetected. So, yeah. let's do it. Okay. So you're not going to mess with the cloak in all seriousness? When we'll we get there, we us. will. Okay. All right. Um, no, we leave it though. <laughs> okay, sweet. Uh, so yeah, you guys are able to kind of scramble out uh, into the van. Yeah, we get to the van, uh, and you kind of head out. And like, well, you could walk. It is very close. Um, it's like literally like just down the street. Um, you see a big sign for Video Nation which appears to be some type of off-brand blockbuster. Um, it looks to still be in business. And this, this pretty run-down part of town, like, you know, this is the kind of place where you'd expect, you know, prostitutes at night, you know, and shady drug deals, you know, and stuff like that. Um, this is not a very nice part of town, pretty run-down. But it's kind of early in the morning, everything's pretty dead. Um, you know, there's like a few gas stations, you know, like 7-Eleven or two, and stuff like that. But yes, on the corner, right down the street, is Video Nation. Um, you guys pull up in the van and you see that there is uh, a car sitting outside uh, just like kind of like a your typical kind of sedan that looks a bit too nice for this part of town it's like a Mercedes um, looks to be in very good nick and you see that inside you can see that there is what looks like you can kind of see through the windows through the glass you can see that there is a uh, there is no the lights are on and the sign says closed, but you can see a man in a tan suit with a briefcase kind of just standing there about five feet back from the door, just kind of watching. Uh, alertness, of course. Of course. Let's do this. Success, 3274. Okay. Um... You are, you do this alertness, and Hank is pretty sure that he can can see someone toward the back of the store. Um, you can make out what appears to be like this, like the man in the suit. He's a little bit on the older side, maybe in his fifties, um, and he's very well dressed. There is a much larger man standing in the back, kind of your like NFL linebacker size motherfucker. Um, kind of standing in the back behind some of the stacks. He appears to be trying to remain hidden, or at least just standing back a bit. I'm going to stay in the van, and I will use the directional microphone 
to keep track of what you guys are saying. And I'm also gonna try keep some... I'll keep some video rolling in case this guy tries to backstab us or bribe us. We'll have something. We'll have something. You probably use your phone or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Does this guy in the tan suit look... Have we met him before? Is anything... Never seen him in your life. No. Um... Let's wait and see what he does. Okay. Uh, if you if you guys just kind of sit there and wait, uh, he pulls out a phone and begins to fiddle with it. Benji pulls out his shotgun and uses his tactical shotgun scope to get a better look. <laughs> At the hulking Cause figure. Because every, <laughs> everyone knows tactical everyone knows. shotgun scopes are uh, so well known to be uh, <laughs> to have a lot of zoom on them. They're very precise weapons, you know. Yeah. It looks like they're waiting for us. Oh, I just got another text. Who could that be? Um, it says, come inside. All right, Benji. We've been made. We've been made. <laughs> Burn them. It's the gas. Yeah. No, I imagine you hit, the, you hit the gas and just just crash through the front of the store. <laughs> it just comes out with guns and IEDs. Ah. Uh, All right. I, I will remind you. You guys are sitting in a jambulance. Oh, Yeah. Smart. I just thought of this, uh, Benedict. Turn on the Maybe siren. you should turn on the. Uh, we could jam <laughs> there. That's not. There's no. There's no siren. Uh, Why don't you jam the phones and then as soon as you do that, we'll walk up to make sure they can't communicate if this is a setup of sorts. All right. I'll hang back. You two go in. All right. You ready, Hank? I'm ready. And you Hank will take. Yeah, and Hank will take his uh, big pistol. Okay. Yeah, you can Same. take your sidearms. Um, and and just make sure you got your body armor on. Body yeah. armor. Um, but not the FBI. I don't think it'd be wise for us to use our have our FBI jacket on or anything like that. And you are turning the jammer on. Yeah. Okay. The second yeah. you turn the and jammer on, you see the guy in the back of the store suddenly like wince with pain. Oh. And a, and a and a and a, a hand shoots up to his ears. You see him pull an ear mic like out of his ear, and you see him like fiddling with his belts and stuff like that. And the guy in the suit turns around, seems to say something to him, like "What the hell's wrong with you?" Kind of thing. Like. Hmm. Benji puts the cloak on. Do you put the hood up? And he puts the hood up. Benji, when you do this, you've you've tried to kind of derive how this thing works before. Um, but mm -hmm. as you put the hood up, you become innately aware that... that you can use this item to become transformed, disguised as anyone you know very, very well. Even maybe anyone you have known very well. In fact, I would go so far as to say anyone on your bonds list. Benji me. transforms into Dolly Parton. 
<laughs> Not on the list, I'm afraid. <laughs> Don't you edit. You get your hands off that keyboard. <laughs> Hey, could you turn into an Arby's burger? <laughs> Benji, I don't know. Let me try real quick. Benji focuses real hard and tries to turn into an Arby's burger. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're not able to. And this is why you don't give your players any room. This is why you don't let them do things, because this is the kind of bullshit they do. Uh, do I look any different, Hank? No. Uh, Roast beef and cheddar. You look Delicious. <laughs> so, so by the by the way, real quick, who who is who's driving? Who's driving? Who drove here? I reckon I think I'm driving. Okay. Bendig drove. Who's in the passenger yeah, seat? I don't know. Hanks in the back. Hanks in the back, and Benji's right. doing this. Yes, all. Benji will be in the okay passenger seat. I guess. Okay. You're doing all this in the passenger seat. Um, I'm gonna turn into Doctor Wendy Wright, my uh, mentor. Uh, mm, yeah, I will do that. You you focus on that. You focus on Wendy Wright, and like I said, and just kind of putting on this thing this time. It seemed to kind of just come to you innately, and you kind of struggle with what you have to do at first, and then finally you find yourself saying her name out loud as you close your eyes. Wendy Wendy Wright. As he says that, I need you to roll 1d4. Okay. There uh, we go. 1d4. Did it roll? Four. Wait. Yes? Yeah. Why don't you take four Sandy damage? Holy oh. shit. Damn. Why don't you take four Sandy <laughs> damage as you feel this change come over? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Fuck God. me, I was excited about that four, too. I was like, I did good. By the way, why don't the other two of you <laughs> give me a sanity check? Oh, um, God, As man. you watch this happen before your eyes. Hank failed. Fuck. Fail Benedict. You know it's we all e just go insane You know what's in even worse than being the on one blankie. wearing the Cloak of Truth when someone uses it? Watching it happen. Uh... Do you guys want to roll the d6, or do you want me to roll it? What the fuck? I'll do it. <laughs> four. So much. I got a three. Each of you go ahead and take four and three sanity. Gee. Damn so God, I am one away from Hold my on. breaking point. I... Shit. Unless you want to deflect. You can always deflect. Oh, forget about uh, deflecting. Um, yep. Joe. I'm also one away. You never told me what my new sanity breaking point was or it, or it changed or something because I'm still at like one away but I went under and that's why I got the paranoia uh let me look your breaking point your sanity points okay how many do you remember how much sanity damage you had that you had to attack on at the end when you guys came back to the real world I did not remember that Shit. Okay, we're just going to go ahead, and we're going to say it was five. So let's take you down to 38. And let's do 42 minus. Your new one is 32. There you go. Okay. So yeah, who wants to deflect? Anybody? Um, I'm just going to deflect. 
Yes. I also need to deflect, but there's I mean, sorry, a chance I'm not gonna that I'm deflect. still going to go. That you're going to drive a full on go Wow. I was not, not, not expecting this to happen. Uh, so if Hank you... chooses to break? No, I don't go under. I just take it, but I'm not going under my sanity. Okay. My new breaking point, I'm not going under it. Yeah, so go ahead and everyone roll a d4 who wants to deflect. Okay. There's a two for Benji. One that means I'm still going under. Man, oh man. All right. Uh, Holy shit. Yeah, everyone, so <laughs> decrease how much you lost by that number. Uh, Benedict deflected, I think, all of his. Oh, fuck me. This is such a no. bad idea. All right. Not a great plan. Not a super great plan. Okay, so, but here's the thing. You can, if you would like to, instead of going insane at this moment, um, if you want to repress your insanity, you can do that. What does it look like when you repress your insanity? Because I'm going to, even with two taken off, I'm going to go... Um, two past I'm gonna go one past my breaking point my breaking point's 36 I'll be at 35 so what you'll do is you'll pay some willpower to attempt another sanity check and if you pass that sanity check you will not go crazy right now okay I'm gonna do that and I also need to subtract one from or is it subtract two from my bonds the first time I rolled yep. a sanity you check? Need a, you need to roll, uh, subtract from your, a bond however much you rolled with that D4. What happens, so I'm disguised as Wendy Wright mm-hmm. right now, yeah, and right. I only have one point in her as a bond. What would happen if I subtracted it from her while I'm you know, disguised you as You and Wendy... Ooh. I think when all this is said and done, I think Wendy's probably going to have some blowback from this. And I don't know. I think she's probably going to connect it with you or assume that it was you because you're on the news in Boston. And then she was spotted in Boston doing stuff. She's going to assume that you're behind this. And I think she's probably going to kind of cut your relationship. You're already extremely tenuous relationship that she's going to probably cut it out. Very well. One subtracted from Dr. Wendy Wright at Bond is dead. Okay. Roll me. So you're going to attempt to repress the insanity? As Wendy. As Wendy. And I'm going to subtract one from Zara as well. And then, yeah, I'm going to re- roll to repress the sanity. So just another D4. Yep. Roll me a D4. That's just going to be how much willpower it's going to cost you. And also, you already paid willpower to repress. So pay that to willpower. Let me do that first. Um, so Attracting two willpower. Alright. Roll in a D4. Two. That's how much you're going to pay. That's how much you're paying to do this, so produce that as well. Okay. Now, you were going... Produce that from willpower again? From willpower again, again, yes. Now, you're going to make a sandy check. Now. So, this is completely coincidental. On page 70 of the Player's Handbook, psychoactive sedatives 
Taking benzodiazepines like diazepam or, or, or clonazepam gives your agent a 20% bonus to roll to repress an acute episode of a disorder. Hey, addiction. <laughs> Yay, addiction. <laughs> um, so you actually have some stuff on board already. I know it's not specifically a benzo, but uh, we're going to say you've already got something on board. That's going to help you a little bit. So roll the sandy check. Take a plus 20. Sand plus 20. Let's see. Pardon me. Success. Eight under 57. You hold it together. Jeez. Um, Keep in mind, you hold it together for a little while. You're going to have to pay the piper. Okay. Hmm. What happens to my disguise now that I'm not bonded with Wendy Wright anymore? Nothing. And you guys saw this. You guys saw this happen to Benji. You guys saw him morph into this woman who you've never seen before. You heard him say Wendy Wright beforehand. And Benji, you feel something snap within you. So, but for all intents and purposes, (laughs) you guys are good to go. Question mark. Uh, <laughs> Do I sound different? Um, I think you do. Probably. You gotta um, just assume the identity, right? Let's well, see. The, uh, I don't know if we heard the woman talk that was discussed. Yeah, you did, it. and it, it it sounded exactly like her. Oh, exactly like her. Yeah, you sound mm-hmm. like Wendy Wright as well. Yeah. Oh God, oh, Benji! I'm just—I'm gonna assume that's you now. God, oh, I'm just gonna operate this microphone. You fucking crazy people, go get get at him! I mean, you guys, get at him. Benji, 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 Benji. Uh <laughs> oh, that name sounds so familiar, Benji. And as you go, as you two are looking at him, or Benji, even as you look at yourself in the rearview mirror on the passenger side of the car. You guys and you guys can see you see this, but you instinctively, having seen it come on, but there's a part of you that instinctively knows it's an illusion. You know that there's something shaky about it. Um, you don't know it. I will say you don't think you think that this is probably because you saw it come on, or because you've seen everything you've seen up to this point. Uh, you think to the average bear, this is probably fine. That's just. Try to put it together oh. for a little bit. Oh, wait a second. The man in the suit was standing there. Was was the van facing the store? Did you guys just pull up with the front windshield just facing the store? No, well, we're surveillance and we're probably in the parking lot. You know. Okay, we're so we'll say the man in the suit does not, the does not roll. I I don't think it would have been the smart thing to just pull straight up to the. Uh, yeah, we wanted to see who was around before we got out. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny if he saw you do this. And now he... We aren't the smartest group. And now he's like... Let's defeating the point of the disguise. <laughs> right. Let me transform in front right of in front of the dude. <laughs> <laughs> just cause insanity wherever you walk. Why not turtly enough for the turtle club? <laughs> turtle club. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You get out. Uh, Hank and Benji, question mark? Get out. Yes. Uh, this will probably be fine. Quite right, <laughs> Hank. This will probably be fine. Hank, this Does is Benedict bizarre. Does Benedict hear anything in preparation? 
Uh, you All you hear is, if you pull out the mic and you're listening to the door, you hear the man in the suit. He's like, what the hell is wrong with you? And the guy in the back, you hear it. You can hear kind of distant. He's, a, he's like, something's wrong with my mic. Something's wrong with my head mic. It's all... So turn it off. Um, you know, it's when you turn okay. the jangle on something. So yeah. Uh, Hank just like let's 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 go and see what this is about. Hank uh, walks out and tries to approach the man. Uh, you walk in. The door's not locked, even though the sign says closed. You walk in, and um, he. What about the guy at the front? The, in the suit? Is he outside? No, he's inside yeah, the he store. Outside? Oh, I, I thought he was outside the store. No, no, he was standing just inside the glass door. You can see him. Okay. Um, he's sitting there, and he uh, he sticks out a hand uh, to whoever. He says, uh, uh, Robert Norris of uh, Keys, Norris, Ingalls, and Grant. Hank just... Right. Wendy Wright. Dr. Wendy Wright. Wendy Wright. He he has a uh, he there sitting on the counter is like a, a little a little tiny notebook like a you know like a that you take little notes in. He picks it up and looks at it and there's some and you see that there are names on it your names your real names. He's like Wendy Wright. I don't have that. Are you Mr. Ellis? Appearances can be deceiving, darling. <laughs> He's, he turns. He said, "He's like uh, he says, like and you, sir. I don't recognize you. I was uh, talking to me. Was, yeah, he's like I was supposed to meet with Hank Ellis, Benedict Farthington, and Benjamin Potts. Well, plans change. Uh, we represent them, nonetheless. So, what exactly is this about?" Uh, I represent Mr. Whist uh, in his estate. Um, I am one of the uh, one of the firm who runs his affairs. Uh, Mr. Whist uh, reached out to us. Apparently, you and your friends are in quite the pickle. That's one way to put it. And like, and there's probably and there's probably a little television there that probably has the news cycle on it. And uh, he kind of glances up to another airing of your faces. But again, he kind of looks at the he looks up at the TV. He looks at you, and what's weird, Hank, is he looks at you, and the way he looks at you, it's like it's like he's not making the connection between you. That and the clown did of the some street. shit to me. I don't know what happened with the clown. <clears throat> uh, he's like, well, like, we are familiar with Mister Wiss to a certain extent, and uh, what yes, he's that accused is, that- of. That that is quite. It's quite interesting. I was not under. I was not aware that Ed had had any visitors for quite some time. But uh, that's really no matter. Uh, I was made aware that he um, owes you something, but also that you owe him a service. If, if uh, you're right. Wist is like somehow the same thing as Wild. Yes. Much as you are a representative of Mr. Whist, we are representatives of our clients, and yes. Things are owed. Let us settle the debts. I want one of you... I'm imagining Benji... Sorry, I'm imagining Benji's never going to take this thing off. <laughs> <It's just laughs> His insanity is just going around in a blanket. He's going to shower with it. And... 
<laughs> well, okay, so... And, He's lost. So, He's lost. And Benedict is listening to all of this. And Benedict, you don't know what's happening. Um, the two of you, whoever has the higher either persuade or charisma role, whoever has the highest score in that, what is your score? Uh, let me pull up Wendy Wright's stats. Go ahead and pull up Wendy Wright's stats. <laughs> you said persuade or what? Oh, give me your persuade. What, what's your persuade? Um, uh, mine is 72. Benji, Benji slash Wendy has 46. Binge D. Wingy? Wingy. Wingy D. What what did you say Hank was? I'm sorry. 72. Alright. Make me it's off the charts. Make me a roll. Make me a uh, Hank, make me a persuade roll at a plus twenty. Success. What'd you get? Barely. Eighty three. <laughs> That's, I mean, like I said, technically that's but good. Yeah, you yeah, know, getting yeah. a high a high success is better than a low success. This guy, um, this uh, this Robert, um, was it Robert Norris? He he says, well, uh, he says, so I, if I understand correctly, um, you, uh, Mr. Wiss's uh, note, and he's flipping through this little notebook he has. He says, Mr. Wiss uh, stated in my correspondence with him that. Uh, that your previous service was no longer going to be applicable, but that you need to perform a new service. Uh, and that in response, he will uh, provide you with whatever it is you need. Whatever it is we need. I think we need quite a lot. Um, and what is the new service? Yes. Uh, let me take a look at that. Um he is going to reach in and he is going to pull out a um, he's going to pull out when a, she reaches down to her pistol he says, he says oh, uh, and you see the man in the back slowly, the man is, slowly the man in the back has has walked forward a bit and you see that he is standing there hands in front of him you know hands kind of clasped in front of him making his own pistol quite obvious and when you jerk back, you know, he says he also goes back to his. And he says, he's like, hop, 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 hop. that's fine. It's fine. Everyone's a little little on edge here, I understand. Um, the details are here. And he pulls out, brings out a file folder and, and hands it to you. Okay. Wenji will take a look at it. Um, you see that there's a short list of instructions um, that specifically states, it looks like from what you can tell, it's a step-by-step guide on how to enter the Boston Prudential Tower, which is like one of the big high-rises downtown. And it states, it has a set of room numbers, both floors and room numbers, and it states that you need to enter the tower, enter the building, turn on all of these lights after business hours at night, and then you must call the Boston Globe, which is, you know, like the big newspaper in Boston. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Will we be able to meet with uh, this uh, uh, in person with your representative uh, if we do this? I'm sure you understand that Mr. Whist is quite indisposed. Uh, we handle all of his affairs outside 
of the uh, of the of the hospital. Then how will he give us what we need if oh, we do uh, this act? I and my partners will be handling that for you. I want you to understand, gentlemen. Uh, it was no shortage of uh, string pulling just getting me here to do this in person. But Mister Whist apparently takes this very seriously. Insisted that one of my oh, partners be present. Would you roll? Serious fumble. I was going to do an intelligence roll to see if I could tell what these windows would spell out. I'm assuming oh. it's like we we oh, it spells out something, not. and then you called, then you then we're calling. Is that right? Oh, it's probably the yellow sign. What am I thinking? On <laughs> <laughs> the building. <laughs> All comes raising. But that's yeah. what's going on, right? We have to turn on these lights on different floors, right. basically. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Did you just crack the code? <laughs> I think he cracked the code. Well, not Hank. <laughs> okay. Brad, maybe not Hank. This is this is what happens when you have Brad as a friend. This is exactly like the time <laughs> that he spoiled the sixth sense for me. <laughs> <laughs> Three quarters of the way through the movie. Oh shit! He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck. Let's turn it off. Let's go do something else. Thanks, Brad. Um. Um, so, so yeah, okay. you know, that's he. But he's like, he's like, well, is there? Do you need any other details? I have a uh, phone number here that you can contact as well. I believe I was texting one of you already on it. Yes, that would be me, Wendy Wright. Wendy Wright. Yes, he writes down your name. Wendy Wright. Wendy Wright. <laughs> <laughs> um, toss my hair. <laughs> um. So, is, is there anything else I could do for you? Uh, for you two? Do you need more details? Yes, Mr. Uh, what was his name? He's Harris. Or Norris. Norris. Mr. Norris. Norris. Yes, sorry. You can give this to your client. And Wenji rips out a, a page from his journal and hands it over to Mr. Norris. Is there something specific on this journal? What is it? It's the beginning of a story. Oh. oh, oh, cool. Okay, like you've like, oh, written... like a down payment. Yeah, consider nice. this a down payment. He will, Mr. he will look at it puzzled, and folds it. But then, you know, his face becomes somber. He's like, oh, okay, okay, yes. And he folds it very carefully and puts it, like gingerly, and puts it like in his briefcase. But yes, I will. I will ensure that that uh, that Mister Whist gets this. Right. And you also, I believe, uh, go ahead. Uh, you hear a, a beeping from the parking lot, <laughs> and Benedict's got his window rolled down. He says, "Guns, guns, guns, grenades!" <laughs> you shout out guns <laughs> over the parking grenades. That's what he shouts in the parking lot. <laughs> this is not flavor. He's gonna do that. Okay. Wait, why is he doing that? He wants grenades. He wants, from he wants them to. He wants to ask for weaponry. Oh. Ask for guns. Hank does have grenades. I don't know how many left, but you that have, is something he has. You have flashbang grenades. Oh, flashbangs. No, we need, no I, we need percussive frags. Well, we can check that, but I'm pretty sure I wrote that down as part of like oh, the Marshall's thing. Did get some gr- Well, you wouldn't have regular grenades, but I feel like did you guys get grenades? Might want to check the handbook. I wrote that down. I don't remember. I don't and think it's in, have it's in my grenades. paragraph. Like Marshall has access to. Is it? SWAT. Oh, okay. Okay. But, um, Mr. Norris, apropos of nothing, 
<laughs> Do you possibly have any explosives you can sell us? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's explosives. No. No, I, I, I do not... Improvised explosive devices, grenades, napalm, things of that nature, you know. Hmm. <laughs> I think I might... Gerald! He turns around. <laughs> He's like... like <laughs> Gerald. Gerald, um... Call... Uh, make some arrangements for our, uh... uh as a, as a one-time courtesy. For our friends here, uh, make some arrangements. Get them some, some, uh, some weapons. I I don't know about that. Gerald, and the guy he says he says, he says C four. Get you C four. Delightful, yes! Gerald. Delightful. And you make sure to tell Mister Whist if he likes the beginning of that story. There's more where it came from. And she winks at him and tosses her hair because she's so sexy. Because she's a 45-year-old cougar. <laughs> Wouldn't she be 65-year-old now? She's a 65-year-old great cougar. Dragon. Um, Dragon. <laughs> Dragon. <laughs> All right. Uh, he says, so he says, he says, we will uh, we'll be in touch. Uh, if we're lucky, we will. Being very unnecessarily flirty. It's making me feel funny. Um, all right. Uh, then is there anything... If there's nothing else, uh, please try to have this completed by tonight. Um, and then, I believe, uh, Mr. Whist has um, offered to... something to... I'm, I'm sorry, gentlemen. It's, you have to understand, Ed is often... Um, not confused just uh, cryptic. He says he can get you where you need to go. So I assume there's some payment that you've recently, that you've previously discussed with him. Mm. Quite. Yes, well, uh, let us run along. I believe the, sh the owner of this establishment will be back soon. Ta-ta, Gerald. And Gerald gives you a nod. As they leave. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you guys get back out to the car, Benedict. You know these guys sit down. Um, if you guys look over these plans, Brad, you son of a bitch, you, 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 <laughs> you, you, you <laughs> if you guys start, if you kind of map this out, or even if you pull up a picture of the Prudential Tower in Boston, uh, you can kind of work out. That indeed, that you think that if you turn all these lights on, that you are going to create the yellow sign um, on the mm. front of a building that overlooks tens of thousands of people. And then you're going to call the newspaper. And the newspaper's going to come down. They're probably going to take some pictures, you know? And well, uh, a debate for another time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. this is this is a question of what you guys are going to do uh, but I think that's probably a good place for us to go ahead and stop I know some of us have some things we need to get to but this is getting uh, it's getting good it's getting spicy it's already getting good I like this yeah. this is some fight club shit yeah that's what I expected at the end of fight club <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> alright well guys thank you very much everyone listening everyone watching Thank you for being here. We really appreciate it. Um, it is—it's great to have 
the opportunity to actually get together and tell this fun story and get to share it with people. Um, if you want to catch the, the episodes early, uh, you want to get some of our other stuff that we have, uh, go ahead and head over to the Patreon, linked in the description of wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening. Uh, it's only three bucks. It helps support us. Get this a week early. Um, also, head over to Reddit, Twitter, check out our stuff. We have announcements there when we have announcements. And uh, I think uh, beyond that, uh, I, again, I want to thank our most three recent uh, Patreons that we have, uh, Jean, Kurt, and Emu. Thank you very much for joining yep. us. Weigh in on the Reddit. Should much. Benji never take this robe off? Dude, Should dude he that might be a good question. become a different character? Should he just keep <laughs> this on yeah. from now on? Um, take to the polls. Yeah. Uh, Are you tired of hearing this voice? <laughs> if you want to hear Wendy right, but just know that Benji's in there, let us know. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Joe. Thank you, yeah, thank you, you too. very much. It's good. Yeah, and uh, good fun. And for everyone else, everyone listening, everyone watching, thank you for joining us again. We always appreciate it. We're glad to bring you on the ride, bring you along in the jambulance. And I believe we will catch you next time. And remember, everyone, stay safe and stay sane. Bye. Adios. Bye.